Hey, how's everyone going this morning? 10.08 a.m. here in Texas. I want to thank everybody for joining the show. I don't know what's going on with, with the stupid program today, man. It's like everything's running on my side. Uh, if the link is giving you issue, refresh it, and that should help. At least that's what I've been reading here when I was trying to get everything all set up. So I'm not sure if if it's on your end, Bear 35, or if it's on my end. But here on my end, I have everything operational. Everything is showing that I'm good. But if it's not, then reset it. I mean, that's that's pretty much my technical advice. I mean, mind you, I am a technician. I have been doing this for at least, what, a week, two weeks? So I am very proficient with this stuff. Hopefully everyone's doing well this morning. It is 10, 10 a.m. here in Texas, and I'm pretty sure it's 8, 10 somewhere in Cali, uh, 11, 10 out on the East Coast, but I just worried about Texas time. And that's all I really care about. Good morning, everybody. Hopefully everybody's Christmas and holiday was magnificent. I know mine was. I was able to have the day off. I did nothing but help and cook, prepped, clean. I did a lot. I did a lot. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, Mary Maid or, or, or Mr. I'm not, I'm not saying anything that I'm bragging, but the point is, is that I, I did help out and it was, it was nice to, to see my wife smile and say, well, damn, it's about time. Boy, I tell you. Man, what's up with your guys? Reset, re- reset the link. Re- refresh the goddamn thing, because I, I, I'm not sure what is going on with everything. I'm, I, I hopefully everything is is up and running, but it doesn't sound like it is. Are we testing? Test, test, one, two. Test, 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 test. Hold on, let me let me get my let me get my radio technician here on 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 the air. Hold on. Hi, I'm the radio technician. If you're having problems, re- refresh the the, le- the the link and that should do it. If it doesn't, then I don't I don't know. I, I don't I don't know after that. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm looking at all my stuff, and all my stuff says on there I have a strong signal. Uh, everything's good on this end. Huh. Anyway, how's everyone doing? I mean, let's go ahead and get the show. I can't, I can't, I can't do everything this entire time. Just refresh the link. I mean, that's all I can tell you. There's not much more I can say other than that, but let's go ahead and get the show. Hopefully, Sandy Claus brought everything to you that you wish for, hope for, you were good for, or you just went to go spend the money on yourself. Uh, again, like I went into a whole rant last week about why Santa Claus should not be getting all the credit since the parents are the ones who work their asses off to get all the amazing gifts. I won't touch in on that again. I, I won't. I won't step into that. But what I will do is let you know. I was I was scrolling through Instagram, which Instagram is probably one of my favorite apps. I don't have to say anything. Then, uh, dude, I don't know what the deal is, man. I seriously have a full bar. I have everything. Everything on my end is strong, sounding great. Uh, I mean, even my, my, uh, when I look into my studio, my, what is this called? This program that I'm using. 
everything shows that I'm on air. I have a strong, I have a strong connection. Everything's good on my end. I'm not sure what's going on on your end. I don't know. Maybe take me off a of Wi-Fi. I, I don't. I don't know. Again, I'm I'm not a technician. So, I was scrolling through Instagram, which I do a lot again because I really love Instagram. I prefer it a, a, over a lot of other things. I mean, yes, I am on Facebook, but I've I cracked the code with Facebook. All I have Facebook for is I, I seriously just post on the on the days that that I, uh, I I I only post on on Facebook on my days of the show. So I'm technically not on there. I mean, technically I am on Facebook. I do have an account. But at the same time, I really don't. I'm really not on Facebook since I'm not on it every single day, 24-7. Instagram, though. And, you know, I just realized that this cold is is still having, is wreaking havoc on my vocals right now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I sounded stuffed up, but I, I, I still do. I had, a, I had a little bit of cold over the last couple of days, and, and I'm, I thought I was over it, but I, I guess not. It's still, it's still wreaking havoc on my body. But I'm on, I was on Instagram, and I was scrolling through it, and then I, I saw this overwhelming, these, I mean, these overwhelming posts of high school reunions. And then I look at, at, at a lot of things and a lot of, you know, a lot of guys, and it's mostly guys. I mean, I, I rarely see women with it, but I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but I, I mostly see guys on it. And what's funny is that they're bragging about their 20-year high school reunion, and then you look at their stuff, and they're still about, you know, I'm going to use my old high school as, as a reference, but it's always, oh, you know, uh, South High Rebels, South High Rebels for life, woo! Motherfucker, you were in high school 9,467 years ago. Let it go, bro. If you're still worried about your high school team, then you obviously haven't evolved enough to be a real adult and, and grasp the full reality of being a big boy. If you're still worried about what your high school is doing and you don't have any kids in that high school, there's something wrong. Just move on, bro. Move on. You don't need to hold on to high school anymore. I'm pretty sure that's when a lot of these guys peaked. That's fine. You know, I mean, I am judging, but at the same time, hashtag no judgment. But damn, man, if, if your life is seriously revolving around what your old high school is doing and you celebrating and waiting to go back to your high school reunion, you have to reevaluate your life, bud. I, I just, just stop hanging on to high school. Let it go. Before social media, I can completely understand why people were hanging on to high school. I, I could, I mean, I, if you want to hang out, I mean, you want to find out and, you know, high school reunions to me were a place where you can go stalk people. You go pay to stalk people that you miss or you're curious about. That you miss or you're curious about. So you go to your high school reunion so you can go stalk people. But now that we have social media, you don't need to pay and go back to high school just to stalk people. You can just look up their name. Jesus. Correction, Bear. I was at high school every single day. I just didn't graduate. There was no way in hell that I was going to stay at home with my mother and hear the abuse that, that she would throw out to me for being at home. There's no way. I went to school every single day. Never missed a day of school, except when I got suspended. Then I missed a lot of school because I'd be suspended for a while. But 
if you're if you're out, okay, let, let's 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 give this a little time frame. When you graduate at 17, 18 years old, I'll give you five years to let go and, and welcome and welcome in your reality into being an adult. The, the full adulthood. Yes, I know there's a lot of people that have a lot of friends from high school. I still have a few friends from high school, maybe like one or two that are really super good friends. But other than that, I've let it go, bro. You don't see me, South High Rebels. Woo! I mean, good thing I didn't get that Rebel Tramp stamp that I wanted to put on there. It was, I mean, if, can you imagine if I would have got Johnny Rebel uh, tram stamped on my body? It would have been horrendous. I mean, it would have looked, I mean, I mean, I'm a hairy guy, so if I would have got a tram stamp, Johnny Rebel would have looked like he had a full beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man, I didn't even play my intro. Hold on, hold on. Pause, we got to start this whole shit over. Hold on. The king is here. How am I going to have my own radio show and forget to play my own fucking intro? Boy, I tell you, this has been a crazy, crazy week. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a good week. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's been a really good week, but it's also been a very busy week. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining, but at the same time, I'm complaining. That's what makes us adults, right? <laughs> Let's cut to a quick break so we can continue with the show. 97 Bonnie and Clyde by Eminem. You're listening to Graveyard Grumbler Radio Show on RadioKing.com. And if she don't get away, she'll throw a fit Don't play with that, it's toy knife, honey, let go of it And don't look so upset, why you acting bashful? Don't you wanna help daddy build a sand castle? And mama said she wants to show you how far she can float And don't worry about that little booboo on her throat It's just a little scratch, it don't hurt Her was eating dinner while you were sweeping And spilled ketchup on her shirt Mama's messy, ain't she? We'll let her wash off in the water And me and you can play by ourselves, can't we? Just the two of us Just the two of us and when we ride, just the two of us 
in a place called hell A place called prison and a place called jail And that is probably on its way to all of them except one Cause mama's got a new husband and a stepson And you don't want a brother, do ya? Maybe when you're old enough to understand a little better I'll explain it to ya But for now, what you say mama was real, real bad Was being mean to dad that made him real, real mad But I still feel sad that I put her on timeout Sit back in your chair, honey, quit trying to climb out I told you it's okay, hey, hey When the baba, take a night-night Nan and boo, goo goo ga ga Hermit goo goo kaka, that'll change your nighty Clean the baby up so her can take a nighty-nighty And that'll wake her up as soon as we get to the water 97 Bonnie and Clyde, me and my daughter Just the two of us Before we pray, we're gonna take mommy for a bit of walk along the pier. Haley, don't cry, honey, don't get the wrong idea. Mama's too sleepy to hear you screaming in her ear. That's why you can't get it away. But don't worry, daddy made a nice bed for mommy at the bottom of the lake. Here, you wanna help daddy tie a rope around this rock? We'll tie it to her footsie, then we'll roll her off the dock. Ready now? Here we go, on the count of three. One, two, three. There goes mama splashing in the water No more fighting with dad No more restraining order No more stepdad-dad No more new brother Blow a kisses bye-bye Tell mama you love her And we'll go play in the sand Build a castle and junk But first just help dad With two more things out the trunk Just the two of us Just the two of us And when we ride Just the two of us Just the two of us Just you and I Just the two of us Just the two of us All right, we are back. Eminem, 97, Bonnie and Clyde, me and my daughter. You know, I have to tell you, over the holidays, well, before, before uh, Sandy Claus and, and Christmas came around, you know, we, we, everyone goes holiday shopping and tries to pick up last-minute last last gifts to make the kitties happy and make sure that, you know, everybody gets what they want. So I was tasked on going to the mall and heading over to Hot Topic. 
Now, as a child, I loved Hot Topic. Hot Topic was probably the most gnarly place I've ever been to. That and the record store. Well, sorry. The, the music store. It wasn't a record store back when I was a kid. When I went to Hot Topic, though, I was highly, highly upset. I was so angry that I wanted to rage and start kicking kids and pushing displays off the fucking counters. I mean, I was so angry that I, I wanted to go in there and just start. You know what I mean? It was, it was so upsetting when I went into Hot Topic. So I go into Hot Topic. And I mean, remember back in Hot, back Hot Topic, back in our days, back in the 90s? Bear 35, I don't think Hot Topic was invented in 1830. I don't, I don't really think it was. Or 1890, for that matter. I don't even think it was born, made in 1980. However, remember Hot Topic back in the day? Where you go in there and you just get kicked in the face with just grunge and metal. And, I mean, you're just raging. You're, you're getting ready to... You just, you just want to, number one, burn the fucking machine down. And number two, I, every time I went into Hot Topic, I never wanted to dress in all black more than, more than walking into Hot Topic. When I walked in there, I'd see all these angsty teenagers... With all black hair, pale face. I was like, damn, that is so gnarly. I want to be like these people. The music. I mean, that's where I walking into Hot Topic one day. That's where I heard it rage against the machine. Killing in the name of. You know, I mean, you walk in there and you're ready to start mosh pitting. Well, let me tell you something. That is a hot topic of old. I think that old hot topic should be put into an old relic time capsule and buried somewhere. I went into Hot Topic just a couple, just last week. It was on a Thursday. No, it was on a Friday because I didn't do my podcast. And so I had the entire day to run errands. So I went in there on Friday and I was like, Hot Topic, fuck yeah. You know, I started trying to rip my shirt, put a little holes in it. I was looking for some, for some uh, black markers so I can paint my nails. You know I mean? It, it, it was hot in Texas that day, so I couldn't put my blush on. It was, in, you know, and, and, and so I was, I was walking in there and I started trying to, you know, I don't have much hair, but I was trying to, to comb my hair you know, and, and make it look all, all metal-like. I was, I was getting ready to fucking rage. Why do I walk in there and I hear a goddamn pop song? And not just any pop song. I'm not talking about, you know, like, like an edgy pop song. I'm talking about I walk in there and I hear Britney fucking Spears. Oops, I did it again. In hot fucking topic. Hot topic is playing Britney Spears. So I'm like, all right, maybe it was a joke. Maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. Someone was having a rough day. And they're like, the funniest thing would be to play Britney Spears in Hot Topic. I agree. And when they played it, they probably looked at everyone's face and they're just giggling in the back and saying, oops, I did it again. Get the fuck out of here. Why am I listening to Britney Spears in Hot Topic? So I'm standing in line ready to purchase the gift that I, that I bought for my child. And I'm like, okay, this song is almost over. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. And I was like, all right, cool. It's almost over. Song finishes. 
What song comes on next? Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Who? Why the fuck am I listening to poppy club songs in Hot Topic? Why am I listening to Kelsa or what's her name? Kesha or I can't even think. I can't even think what that girl's name is. Liz 28, I follow Britney Spears because I am not following her in a hot topic environment. I'm following her on Instagram so I can see her unravel and get put up in prison. That is the main reason why it's going to happen. She's going to shave her head and start kicking cars once again. So that is why, but I should not be listening to Kesha or Kelsa or whatever the fuck her name is. Why? Bear 35, when was the last time you went into a hot topic? When was the last time you went to a mall? And I'm not talking about it at nine o'clock in the morning to go walk around the mall. I'm talking about to actually go shop when the stores were open. Bear 35, answer me that question. When was the last time you went to the mall when it was open, when there was people there, not just to walk around? So I go in there and I'm listening to these people and I'm like, yo. <laughs> So I'm sitting there listening to Kesha or whatever her name is, and I'm feeling like P. Diddy because the club won't stop. The, 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 the club don't start until I get there, whatever bullshit song that is. And I'm sitting there reminiscing. Why aren't I listening to Rage Against the Machine? Why aren't I pushing little kids out of their stroller right now? Why am I standing in line listening to pop music at a hot topic? Now, you, you guys might absolutely be 100% correct. This may be just, just here in San Antonio, the reason why I'm listening to pop music. Maybe the Texans just don't know how to get heavy metal enough. But, I mean, George, answer me this question. I mean, in Hot Topic, is there Mormon heavy metal? I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't know. You'd have to answer that question for me. Is there metal? Do, do Mormons make heavy metal? And I would hate to hear it. <laughs> boy i tell you i'm telling you something man the world has changed so much since i was a kid in the 90s i mean i grew up in the 80s well i see and i was born in the 80s i was born in 81 no george not 1881 i was born in 1981 not 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 like you i think you were born what 1870 by the way george were you were you there were you at the gathering when they when they signed the declaration of independence or when when they put in the the whole uh <laughs> with with Alexander Hamilton, were you there? <laughs> oh man, it's crazy now. It, it the world is insane, and it's not insane to where it's a bad thing. I mean, change is is inevitable. You, you're going to go with the change, or you're going to be you know like Rush Limbaugh. You're going to die on a hill that you're alone on because you can't embrace change. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I was very disappointed in that hot topic. I'm going to have to hit every hot topic here in San Antonio now to see if the music is the same. I mean, I, I, again, I remember walking into Rage Against the Machine, which if you guys aren't familiar with Rage Against the Machine, they are one of the most heaviest anti-political bands that has ever existed. I'm talking about they're heavier than, I mean, I, I, can't, even, I can't even relate to us. I can't even compare bands because I don't even know. Dude, I am really stuffy right now. I apologize. My radio voice is not on point. We need, you know, I'm, I'm ready to make a petition. I, I'm ready to start 
the bring metal back into hot topic petition. I'm going to strike and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that this protest is seen all the way through. I, I, I can't, I can't be okay with listening to pop music when I'm in hot topic. I can't, I can't rage. It's like, I, 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 I brought my knife and I brought my lighter and I was heating up the blade so I can slice through my arm just so I can fit in with the hot topic kids that were sitting behind the counter. Yeah, that was a bad joke. I know. <laughs> I, I, I want to bring back metal into hot topic. I mean, even if you give me grunge, give me, give me some. If, okay, even if you give me, you might. You, you, you can even give me some early, some early Foo Fighters, and I'll be okay with that. But you're gonna play Britney Spears and Keisha or Kesha or Kelso, whatever the fuck her name is. You're going to play that? Boy, I tell you. Hot Topic isn't the same. Well, there's a lot of things that aren't the same. I know that. You know that. But I was really disappointed, man. I'm telling you, my heart hurt. You're listening to Graveyard Grumbler Radio Show. It is 1034 in Texas. Beautiful 70 degrees here in Texas. Beautiful Texas winter. Let's listen to First of the Month by Bone Thugs in Harmony. So fuck them both. 
Thugs in Harmony, first of the month. That's coming around. Make sure your bills are paid. It is 10.39, 10.40 a.m. Central Standard Time in the United States of America. I am your host, the Graveyard Grumbler. You're listening to the Graveyard Grumbler radio show on RadioKing.com. So, I was reminiscing the other day. I was in my fields. I was listening to, to some uh, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back, all right. No, not really. I don't like the Backstreet Boys. But I was in my fields the other day, and I was chilling at the, uh, uh, you know, I was chilling on the couch, and it was a, I was, one morning that I got off of work. It was about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was sitting there playing a game on my phone, and I just, it just hit me. It hit me. I mean, it, it hit me like one of those Britney Spears songs. Ooh, baby, baby. And I started thinking, how many cheesy-ass proposals have been put into this world? 
Now, for those of you who are married, how did you propose to your significant other or how did they propose to you? Now, let me tell you how I proposed to Mrs. Grumbler. We were young little lads. This was back in the, in, in the early days, in the early 2000s. I, I was 19 years old and my wife and I were, or we were, we were dating at the time. And we were, I, I had this elaborate plan. We went out to dinner at this, at this, at, uh, I don't even remember the restaurant. I think it was Outback. We went out to, to dinner at Outback Steakhouse and I was, uh, I was, I had the wedding, I had the, the engagement ring in my pocket and I was confident. I was 100% full of bravado. I was like, yeah, I'm the fucking man. And I, 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 I as I had this elaborate plan, we're, we're going to go out to dinner. I was going to get down on one knee in the restaurant. And I was going to ask her to marry me. Well, as the time grew closer, <laughs> we, of course, were enjoying our dinner and I, I was sweating bullets. I mean, I was nervous. I was stuttering. I wasn't, I wasn't as cool and calm, as collective as I thought I was going to be. Now, again, there's reasons behind it. You are asking someone to spend the entire rest of your life with you, and you're taking a chance that at that exact moment, at that precise second, that precise minute, you're you're risking the chance that, or you're hoping that they are on the same path in life as you are. They are ready to settle down forever forever. So again, I was all pumped up. I was going to get down on one knee. I was going to make, draw all the attention on us and ask my, ask my beautiful girlfriend slash wife, will you marry me? Now, again, I, I had this, I had my, my, I had the engagement ring in my pocket. I was ready to go. I was so pumped up. Well, I kept, I kept hyping myself up. I was like, do it, do it, man, do it. But on the outside, I was cool as a cucumber that was left out in a fridge that doesn't work. I was nervous. I was nervous as a motherfucker. And so I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen right here, right now. So I was like, fuck it. It's now or never. I straight hit the Elvis. It's now or never. So I stood up. Put my hands in my pocket. I felt the ring box in my hand. And then I just went to the bathroom. (laughs) I chickened out. I'm not going to lie. I I chickened out because I was so nervous that what if at that moment she says, no, I'm not ready. And she doesn't, and she tells me no. Or can we reevaluate this? Can we put a pin in this and visit this later? Worst off, what does she tell? I mean, I asked her to marry me. I'm down on one knee looking up at her with this box in my hand. And she looks down at me and then she just hits me with the... Now go home and get your fucking shine box. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I would not be able to handle that sort of devastation. And so because of whatever circumstances was going on with me and, and, and at the time... I, 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 we spent, my wife and I spent a lot of time living at, well, not really living, but we, we called it a, we staycationed at a hotel down out there on Rosedale. No, it wasn't Rosedale. It was going towards Zingo's and I can't think of that highway. It's been almost 10 years since I've been back to Bakersfield. So I don't even remember that highway anymore, but it was the extended stay America. And her and I spent a lot of time there, a lot of time there. And we, (laughs) I proposed to her at the, at the hotel room because I, I, at least if I was going to get rejected, 
at least I, it was just going to be by myself and me. It wouldn't be anyone else. I wouldn't have to say face and be looked at while, while everyone else is having their dinner and they're looking at me and they're all, yo, yeah, Rosedale, there you go, out there in Rosedale, man. You know, and uh, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't bear the embarrassment or being the leper in the fucking restaurant, knowing that people are looking at me eating their steak. Can you imagine some fucking bro, bro, with his hat backwards, forty five years old, poking fun at me with his with a big mouth full of steak? Hey, bro, hey, that's, that's the guy who got rejected, <laughs> bro, bro. Bitch, shut the fuck up, all right? She was, she was dehydrated. She didn't have enough water. She wasn't thinking right. That's why she said no. She was she she she's she's sick. I'm as soon as I get fluids in her, let me get waiter. Can I get some fucking Pedialyte over here? Let me get some goddamn Pedialyte. My girlfriend is dehydrated and she isn't thinking right. <laughs> how were you proposed to, or how did you propose? Let me know in the in the Discord. How were you were you proposed to? Did you propose? That was my proposal story. I mean, and I joke around with my wife now. I mean, we've been together for 21 years. We've had our struggles. We had our bumps, but we've been married for 21 years. And I hit her up. <laughs> yeah, Marcos, she, uh, I should have told the waiter, she needs some milk. Get her some milk. She's not thinking right. <laughs> but when I joke around with my wife now, I ask her to marry me all the time. It's like, we're going to renew our vows. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we already married once. Why do we need to do it again? I don't want to start over. We're on a good run. <laughs> but could you imagine if, if, if you were to make this extravagant proposal and then she says no, and then you get hit with this right here. Oh, right in the heart. Right in the heart. Oh, you know, I think, I think extravagant proposals are unfair. I think they're unfair because they 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 forcefully it's a bully tactic in my opinion. Because think about it, if you have all eyes on the person that you're proposing to, they feel like they have no no other choice but to say yes. I mean, you have the paparazzi hitting you, taking pictures, and then all of a sudden they hit you. And you're like, damn, why'd you say no? And then they walk away. Now you're embarrassed and you just drew, they, they, you just dropped, you know, several hundreds or maybe a thousand or so dollars on a proposal and left you looking like Bobo the Fool. I think, I think, I think high pressure proposals are unfair for whoever's being proposed to. I think a, a real, just a real secret, hey, you want to get married? That, I, I think that's, I think that's sufficient. Am I wrong? Am I wrong for thinking that if you have a high-end proposal that the person feels obligated to say yes even though they don't want to? What if you're just good at clapping cheeks? And you just want to stay that way. You don't want to get married. You don't want to put it to the next level. You just want to have those cheeks clapping but but in a relationship. Like, yo, you, you clap my cheeks so well, it feels like I'm at an encore every single time we hit the deed. I don't want to complicate it. Am I wrong? Am I, am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. I'm telling you. And what, what's up with the fucking promise ring? 
Why? What, what's the whole point of the? I promise I'm going to marry you one day. I promise you're going to shut the fuck up and just man up and do something if you're going to want to marry me. Just take me off the market. I don't want no goddamn promise ring. How about you promise to get the fuck out of my life since you can't commit? <laughs> I never, I never understood a promise ring. I never understood that. I, I, I never, I never fully grasped that concept. If, if you want to promise someone that you're gonna, you're serious and get them a proposal. They never get married, Liz. Never get married. I promise I'm going to love you for... Are those more cheeks? I thought you promised you loved me. I promise I'll be right back. (laughs) I tell you what. I think the only people that have promise ring are priests and altar boys. No? Too soon? Too soon, huh? All right. I guess I'm the only one laughing on this one. I don't, I don't understand promise rings. I really don't. I, I've, I've tried to grasp my, my, my mind around it. I've tried to wrap my head around it. I've tried to understand why a promise ring is even something there. I think a promise ring is, I don't, I don't know. I mean, try to keep you on ice. The promise ring just to keep you on ice, I'm guessing, just to keep you warmed up. I've never thought of a promise. Even when I was in high school, when I loved every single person that, that made eye contact with me. I love you. I love you forever. So much. Please promise me you won't leave me. <laughs> I mean, when I was a freshman and sophomore year, I fell in love with every girl that looked at me. I mean, there was one time when I was a sophomore and I was at the pencil sharpener back when we still had pencil sharpeners. No, Bear 35, not when we had to etch our, our carving stone out of brick and fucking hammers. We're talking about like real modern technology where we had sharpeners. You know, you put the pencil in and brrr, you know, it was manual, but still, we didn't, have to, we didn't have to chip and chisel anything. But I remember I was, at, I was at the pencil sharpener and this gal, really gorgeous gal in my high school, sophomore, again, I was a sophomore. I, w- I don't even know how old I was. I was 14, 13 and a half. I don't, I don't know. I, w- I was young. I, w- I was young. And I was really interested in the girls. And I was- <laughs> the girl walks up to me and says, stares at me for a second. And I'm all, you know, I get my Danny Zuko on. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm sitting there trying to throw my game. I was like, so do you go to this school? <laughs> She's just staring at me. And I'm like, damn, I have this girl's attention. I don't know what to do. I'm getting, I'm, on the outside, I'm as, I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow on a bed that's on fire in the summer. And I'm playing it cool. You know, if I, if I had my Tom Cruises, I would have thrown my shades on and I would have hit her with the, every hot line in the book. So, girl, what class do you have third period? Mind you, we're in the same class third period, so I'm, I'm hitting her with every smooth line I could think of. And I'm thinking, damn, this girl is madly in love with me. We're going to get together and we're going to get married forever. We're going to live in my mom's house in my room that I share with my brother sometimes. And we're going to live happily ever after. I was in love. I was hopelessly devoted to her. And then she hit me with a, hey, are you done? I need to sharpen my pencil. I said, oh, you don't love me? Ew, what's love? And so I walked away. I was rejected. I got, I, I had a girlfriend. I promised we were going to get married. We got married. We divorced. And now I'm single. And she kept the dog. I don't, I don't know what happened there. 
Let's take a break. You're listening to Grumbler Radio on RadioKing.com. Hard Day's Night by The Beatles. It's been a hard
A Fool in Love by Ike and Tina Turner. That was a dynamic duo. Probably uh, not the best people to base your relationship off of. I mean, if you're into that stuff. So I thought long and hard about this whole thing. You know, if, if I were to be single right now, I would not date. And then I'll tell you why. Dating is so fucking complicated that it's almost worth just being alone. I mean, if you're lucky enough to walk in and have that smooth, hey, baby, how about it? And I, you know, hit him with the lines. And then you're great. But if you don't, and you actually have to go, if you're into the apps and you're onto the dating profiles and, you know, like Tinder, Grinder, Christian Mingle. I heard Christian Mingle was a great sex app. I don't know if I, I don't know personally. I don't think I'm allowed on Christian Mingle. But I was looking at, I, I decided that, hey, we are going to do, I, I'm going to be single and I'm hitting, I'm hitting Tinder. And we're going to look at Tinder profiles today. No, I'm not really on Tinder. I, I didn't start a, I, I didn't start a profile or anything like that. I, <laughs> I looked up the worst Tinder profiles on that are out right now and let me tell you some of these motherfuckers are amazing <laughs> so let's go ahead and start right this segment is going to be called tinder profiles and why we shouldn't date oh yeah it's for both for men and women so the first one jesus 21 his occupation is a carpenter his profile says actually several thousand years old i don't know why it says 21 lol downside i've only been nailed once <laughs> Upside, I would die for you so you know I'm committed. Also, my dad is a pretty big deal. He always beats me in dredgel. Swipe right if you need some Jesus in you. <laughs> this is an actual Tinder profile. This next one says, her name is Vanessa19. She's this gal with a, I mean, I, I wish I was on, you know, I might be doing video so I can show you what I'm looking at. Her profile says, if what you look for is a girl with personality, then you're in luck because I have multiple. And then a few a few lines down, it says, don't listen to her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. James 33. I like long walks on the beach with my girlfriend until the LSD wears off and I realize I'm just dragging a stolen mannequin around a Wendy's parking lot. Why? Who who decides that this is a great, a great Tinder profile? I understand humor is the way to do it, but are we swiping right? Oh, there's more. Let's continue. Sydney, 24. The only reason I want to... <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me get my composure. Let me get my composure. <laughs> Sydney, 24. About Sydney. The only reason I want a boyfriend is so that when I'm singing Fergalicious and it's the part where she says, I be up in the gym working on my fitness, he's my witness, I can point to him and he'll do that little woo part because right now I have to do both parts myself and it's stressful because right after the woo part, I have to get right back into rapping and the transition is harder than you think. <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, Really? Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's go to Samantha, 21, who wants to do adult things. She's standing at a tall five foot two that's on her Tinder profile. 
Her, her about her says, I want to do adult things with you. Whispers, taxes, panting softly, pay the mortgage, moans, make sure we turn off all the lights. Our utility bill was fucking $300 this month. <laughs> what? Why? Why is this making dating? How is this attractive towards, towards people who want to date? Oh, my God. Here's the best one. This, is, this one should have been number one. I mean, I still have a few more, but this is probably the best Tinder profile I have seen so far. Her name is Lauren, 21. Her occupation is arms dealer. Now, the reason why I say this is number one is because her left arm is amputated. Sure, her, she has her right arm, but her left arm is amputated. And this is, this is her, her about her in her profile. Hands down, the best catch on Tinder. Face, 1010. Body, 910. Personality, 2010. Arms, one half. <laughs> Arms, one half. And then she says, I'm really important and famous, so please message me accordingly. <laughs> that is probably by far the number one, the number one profile that I've, that I've read. Now, here's another one. Manau 22 is a gal on, on the picture, big smile on her face. And she, her about her says, I'm Thai. So if you send me a dick pic, I might send you one back. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm Thai. So if you send me a dick pic, I might send you one back. <laughs> Oh my gosh, these people need 10 out of 10 for their creativity. It's fucking awesome. So Nick, 23 from the University of Florida, he is a gentleman in a wheelchair. It's a big smile on his face. He's in a wheelchair. And he says the reason why you should swipe right is because he said, his reason is you never have to worry about me walking out on you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Why? 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 He said he's in a wheelchair and you never have to worry about me walking out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here's Tim 23, who's from the Sam Houston State University. His reason why you should swipe right is the, and, and he's a valiant. Who who says? I can't even think of the word now because I'm so I'm so befuddled with with all this shit. Who says charm is dead? I can't think of the word. I can't think of the other word. But he's this is this is the reason why you should swipe right, ladies, and make sure that you pay attention. Liz, Elizabeth, make sure you write down notes and uh, let Chris know that you're dumping him. It's over. This is the reason why you're swiping right on Tim. Well, let me wet my whistle. My throat's killing me. Tim says. I lost my watch at a party once. An hour later, I saw some guy stepping on it while he was harassing some woman at the party. Infuriated, I immediately went over, punched him, and broke his nose. No one does that to a woman. Not on my watch. <laughs> Chivalry, there you go. That's the word. I'm all, I'll tell you, I'm all sideways with this, with this Tinder bit.
The, the guy who can't walk out on you. It's, <laughs> and then we, we take a dark turn. We, we have Mateus 28 from NC to Santa Clara University. I'm guessing that's uh, in California. But this is what this guy tells you. This is the reason why you should swipe right. For you ladies who are listening, make sure that you understand why you're swiping right. This, okay, let, let's read. I'm the kind of guy you can take home to meet your mom. She'll think I'm charming, kind, and a bit sexy. She falls in love with me. I think I feel the same. We get married. I'm your dad now. I confront you. Young lady, why do you have a Tinder account? You are now grounded. What? Why, why would you put that as a fucking profile and then wonder why you're not dating? I don't, I don't understand. I, I, you, you bring me home to your mom. I date her. We get married, and now I'm your stepdad. And now you're grounded. I, I, I don't, I don't understand that, that. I mean, this is a. That's one of those cases, if you ask me. Let's read about Chloe, 22, National Taiwan University. Ms. Chloe, 22, says, I want to sleep with you. I don't mean have sex. I mean sleep together under my blankets with my hand on your chest and your arm around me. No talking. Just the muffled cries that you slowly let seep away from your blood gurgling. <laughs> Just the muffled cries that you slowly let out. You let seep away from your blood gurgling mouth as I slit your throat and sacrifice your worthless life to the dark overlord. And she's looking for a date. Hey, guys, I know you want to swipe right on Chloe22 right now. She wants to sleep with you. She doesn't mean have sex. She means sleep together under her blankets. With your hand, with her hand on your chest and your arm around her. No talking, but the muffled cries that you slowly let sleep away from your blood-gurgling mouth as she slits your throat and sacrifice your worthless life to the dark overlord. These are actual Tinder, Tinder profiles. It's insane. I, 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 I mean, I knew stuff was freaking hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I think his name is Lack or Lack. I don't know. L-A-C-H-19. He's a quadriplegic. He's in a wheelchair. And one of the things why you should swipe right on him is because he loves to run. Who, how the fuck can you swipe right on someone who loves to run? Boy, I tell you. And then let's look at, uh, who's this guy? Henry, 22, from Spokane, Sp Spokane, <laughs> from Spokane Falls Community College, University of Washington. He says why you should swipe right. I hope you like alpha males because I'm your guy. That's right. I'm the whole package. I'll defend your honor in public. Won't take shit from waiters. And I'll even get you pregnant, leave, and then come back to eat the child. What the fuck? That went dark really fast. Henry 22, no. He works at Jimmy John's, by the way. I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm seriously just dumbfounded. But oh my, oh Jesus Christ. Samantha 20 on Tinder, why you should swipe right. She's smiling in her profile picture and she says, can't afford a bride. 
<laughs> Samantha 20 says, can't afford a vibrator. So here we are. Boy, I tell you. I Oh, my gosh. Why lie, though, right? If you can't afford a vibrator, you might as well go get the cheap clap one way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, Christy24 did her boyfriend dirty. Christy, Krista24 said, don't swipe right just on here to catch my lying boyfriend. Hey, honey, if you're seeing this, it's over. You're caught. Oh, another thing, that girl Brittany you're seeing Sunday at 7 p.m. in Charlottesville to catch a movie? She, sh she has showed me everything. We're besties now. Bye, loser. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, my fucking hell. Samantha, 25. Samantha's in a neck brace. Her head is banged up. She's in the hospital. This is the Tinder profile I'm looking at right now. She is in, she is, you can see she's in a medical facility. She's in a neck brace. Her head is, is bleeding. She has a big grin on her face. Her face is all cut up, bruised. Again, she's in the hospital. Why should you swipe right? The reason why? She says, I like it rough. Oh my God. Why, 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 why? Why you know, oh my gosh. I I mean she's in a hospital. She's vis visibly in she's injured. And she likes it rough. That's why you should swipe right. Well, let's take a quick break. Graveyard Grumbler Radio. You listen to Graveyard Grumbler Radio Station on RadioKing.com. All Things I Hate About You by Bullet for My Valentine. Once more I'll say goodbye to you. Things happen but we don't really know why. If it's supposed to be like this... Why do most of us ignore the chance to miss? Oh, yeah. Torn apart if it seems that my dreams turn to tears. I'm not feeling this situation. Run away, try to find that safe place you can't hide. It's the best place to be when you're feeling like me. Why can't you just be straight up with 
one gets hurt So we're greasing up the rusty bird ramp Time to make some reservations For next year's Anarchy Camp No effects. Anarchy Camp, one of my favorite bands. I saw them in concert a few times. I, I understand that I'm taking a lot more breaks than usual, but there's a reason behind that. There's a reason because my throat is on fire and I'm trying so hard to get through, get through the show without my throat bleeding from the, the pain that it's in, but... All right, we'll do a couple more Tinder profiles and move on with the show. I just, this Tinder profile shit is, is fucking hilarious. I can't, I don't understand. So here's Pete41. About Pete, things you need to know about me. First off, if we go out, you're paying. Not just for me, but for my wife if, she's so, if she shows up and she's a drinker. Sex isn't guaranteed after that. If I'm interested, I'll place my underpants on the table. Fold them in three and place, it, and place them in your handbag. Please return them washed and we will consume, will consummate passionately. I dislike women who aren't shallow. A plus if you wear my mom's perfume and fit perfectly in the void she left. I'm six foot and four inches. Four, I'm six foot and four inches. Those are, two me, those are two different measurements. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Then we have Leah, who is 20. She's, oh, she's on a nasal cannula, getting some oxygen inside of her, inside of her body. You know, she's having difficulty creating oxygen on her own. And the reason why you should swipe right, swipe right on Leah, I'm dying, so you don't have to worry about a long-term commitment. What the f***? Why do people actually put this shit out there? This is ridiculous. Oh, man, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, if we're dating, we're going on Tinder immediately. So I want to see this stuff. And this gal who does it, who, who shall she shall remain unnamed, she says, I'll carve our initials onto a tree on our first date. It's a romantic way to let you know that I have a knife. Oh, my gosh. All right, I think that's enough for, <laughs> I think that's enough Tinder profiles. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, one more. I, 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 could, I, I couldn't pass it up. Carmen19 says, went to a party dressed as an egg and got with a guy who was dressed as a chicken. A lifelong question was answered that night. It was the chicken. It was the chicken. It was the chicken. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For those of you who are missing the joke, the joke is who came first, the chicken or the egg? And this gal met the chicken, and apparently the chicken came first. I like it. I like it. You know what I don't like? I don't like the internet for a lot of things. But then I do like the internet for a lot of things. But one thing I don't like, I don't like when guys record themselves hitting their spouse, their female spouse. I don't like it. 
I see more and more, I guess, I guess the term now is for clout. People are clout chasing. They want to do shit so they can get Insta famous and TikTok famous and all this other bullshit. One of the things that absolutely drives me up the wall when I see on TikTok and Instagram are guys making the, an ass out of their girlfriend or their wife. Here, 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 and this, this is one of my, this is an example. There was a guy, and I'm assuming they were, they were husband and wife. I'm assuming. I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming they were husband and wife. For, for this story we're, or for this example, we're going to say that they were. He was talking to his boys. They were laughing, having a grand old time. The wife was walking past them. She wasn't dressing sexy. She was minding her business. She was going from her bedroom to the kitchen. And, of course, they were recording. And this guy grabs a big yoga ball chucks it at her, knocks her over the table onto her face, over the little coffee table. Knocks her over the coffee table. She slams her face on the fucking carpet, on the floor. Damn near scorpions. And him and his friends are laughing at her. And the first thing he says was, bro, did you get that over on tape? Did you record that? And his buddies are all, bro, that was so fucking funny. And instead of checking on her and asking if she's okay, what does he do? Damn, babe, you should have been watching watching where the fuck you walked at. I hate it. I hate seeing videos like that. I, I hate watching them. I, 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 whenever I see them, I fucking blast the guy who posts the video and call him a degenerate little scab. They are they're, they're 30 days dried up smegma underneath fucking foreskin. That's, that's, how it, that's how relevant they are into this world. I don't know where guys get off embarrassing their significant others thinking that that is the best way for them to conduct themselves and show that they respect and love their, their spouse. You know, now I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm guilty. I smack Teresa on the, uh, I smack my wife on the butt quite frequently until she, unless she tells me, Hey, I just don't, then I don't, or if she's not feeling well, then I won't do it. I've never laid hands on my wife. I've never pushed her. I've never thrown anything at her in and making her the, the butt of the jokes. I don't understand why people all of a sudden made it feel like it's okay to embarrass your, your girlfriend or your wife in front of your boys. Fuck your boys. Fuck you too if you do that. And if you're a friend of mine and you do that in front of me, I will call you out. I will talk so much shit about you and I will probably throw something at you, and it won't be as it won't be as soft as if you, what you threw at your wife or your girlfriend. I'll probably throw a brick at you or or a bottle, or a full can of some sort of drink, if you do that shit in front of me. Another thing that bugs me is when when women are walking or standing there, and a guy, the husband again, the husband or boyfriend, pushes them over. What the fuck, babe? Why, why were you standing there? <laughs> really? Really, guy? You need to feel, you, you need to reassure your, your fragile ego, your, your soft masculinity by punking your wife, making them the butt of the joke. I don't, I, I, it, it aggravates the shit out of me. And people are normalizing that for clout. It's like, oh, it's fine. They're, they're, it's okay because they're doing it on video. No. Because this is my theory. I might be wrong, but this is my theory. If you do that on camera, what are you doing off camera? How much more are you embarrassing and, and, and 
fucking up or messing you with your with your wife or your girlfriend? How much how how much worse is it off camera? Another thing that absolutely drives me up the fucking wall is when a guy, a husband, and I've learned this over time. I've learned this over time. Is when a husband tells the wife, do something, woman, or insert a task that needs to be done. You're absolutely right, Marcos, that, that they, you've, they've learned from example. They learned by example. But one of the things that absolutely drives me up the fucking wall is when a guy feels so entitled that he can't do something, so instead he demands it from his, from his girlfriend or from his wife. Go do this, woman. It's your job, woman. And it's not, I mean, I understand that it's, it, you're, you're, you might be joking, but I doubt it. You have this fragile ego, this fragile masculinity that you need to start demanding shit and acting like you're Mr. King shit because you're a guy. Again, I'm telling you right now, if you say stupid shit like that in front of me, I will call you out on it. I'm not afraid. I've done it before. Now, like I said earlier, I am guilty of that. I have said, like, I joked around with Teresa that way, but I haven't anymore. Because I grew up and realized how ridiculous it is and how silly it sounds. It's rude. It's disrespectful. I mean, you have a wife. You have a life partner. You don't have a slave. You don't have... You don't have a maid. You don't have a, 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 a dom or a sub. You don't have a sub. You have a wife that you agreed to have share equal responsibility and equal, equal respect. Be treated like a human being. It's your job. Go do it, woman. Get the fuck out of here. Let me record being mean to you and, and throw shit at you for laughing and make you the, buck, the butt of my joke. I, I don't, I mean, it, it really aggravates the shit out of me. I mean, it, it bugs me to be on. And I see and I see more and more of it every single day. And I mean, I, I block and I, and I close. And I do so much. I've called people out and they've called me. You know what's hilarious is when these pseudo alpha males, these wannabe tough guys, I'm the manliest man in the world because I have a beard. I have a long beard. I wear tight jeans and I claim that I am the man of the house. I'm the provider. So I'm the fucking man. I'm an alpha. These pseudo tough guys, these wannabe alpha males are calling me a beta because I'm standing up for a woman. I'm a beta. I'm a beta bitch is what one guy told me. I'm a beta bitch because I'm standing up for, for the wrong that is going on. I'm a beta because I'm voicing my opinion to a wannabe tough guy who just wasn't hugged enough. Or was probably hugged too much. He didn't get that Etch-A-Sketch when he was a little child. If you brag that you're a fucking alpha, guess what, man? You're not an alpha. I don't care who you think you are. You're not. But it's hilarious when I get called a beta. You're a beta. You're a beta for standing up for women. I am? I am. It's, it's so funny. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing that I have ever seen. It's stuff that, I've read, that I read all the time when I say, yo, quit being a little bitch and why don't you go do that to another dude? Shut the fuck up, beta. You're a little beta bitch. 
Oh, you're all big and bad behind the keyboard, warrior. How about we meet behind Target? I'll fuck you up and then rub my nuts on your chin. Then we'll see who's the beta. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Oh, man. I, I'm telling you. And it's funny. That's just the way I was raised. Well, you were raised wrong, buddy. Your dad was a little bitch, too. If you think that that type of behavior is okay, then you seriously need to reevaluate who you are. You need to reevaluate who the people you are because think about it. If you have a daughter and the guy starts treating your daughter the same exact way you're treating your wife or other women, are you going to get mad at the guy for treating your daughter that way? Or are you going to say something because you're pissed off because that's disrespect? That's disrespectful. Don't treat my daughter like that. Or are you going to encourage him and give a high five? Even though he's acting and treating women the same exact way you are, you're going to high five the guy who's disrespecting your daughter? I don't think so. So why treat other women that way if you wouldn't let someone treat your daughter that way? Graveyard Grumbler Radio on RadioKing.com All Along the Watchtower by Jimmy Be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Businessman, there, drink my wine. Come and dig my earth. None will level.
O-N-S Junior Market. The address is 1934 East Anaheim. All the windows are busted out, and it's like a free for all here, and the owner should maybe come down here and see if he can secure his business if he wants to. April 29th, 1992 by Sublime, a band that was gone way too early. You know, speaking of music, I know I was on a rant and rave earlier about Hot Topic and how the music is completely changed out in Hot Topic and how everything is as backwards and it shouldn't be the way it is, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. One thing that I do know, though, is that... And, okay, I, I know you're going to laugh at me. That's fine. That's fine. 
because was, I was I was listening to Metallica the other day, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge Metallica fan. I, I I know Metallica is one of the most influential thrash metal bands out in the world. I know they're part of the big four, big five: Metallica, uh, Megadeth, what is that Slayer, and or the big four, and uh, what is that other one? Damn, my mind went completely brain. But I know it's Megadeth, Slayer, and Metallica are the are the biggest bands in when it comes to thrash metal. They were some of they were the first bands to come out. On a side note, for those Metallica fans who don't know, the lead singer of Megadeth, Dave Mustaine, was actually one of the, was one of the guitarists in Metallica themselves. He got kicked out for being too <laughs> too crazy. The irony on that one. But I was listening to Metallica the other day. And I was jamming. I mean, this song hit me. I don't even know. The, I don't even know the name of the song, but I was jamming. I mean, it was just. I mean, I was, I was going crazy, cause I'm a crazy boy. I mean, the way that I felt, the way that I felt when I was listening to that Metallica song, man, I wanted to pull the walker out of an old person who was standing up from the seat. You know, when they put all their weight on the on the walker so they can get up, so they can get their balance. I wanted to pull the walker out right at that moment when they had all their weight on the on the walker. I wanted to just bah while I was listening to Metallica. And then I wanted to run around the, the room with the with the walker like a trophy over my head. As Metallica's playing. That's what kind of Metallica mood. I mean, that's what the mood Metallica got me in. And I was like, what have I been missing my entire life? I mean, I, I know I I listened to some of their more regular songs like one. Or the more popular songs like one, uh, Enter Sandman. One of my favorite songs by them is Turn the Page, who's a cover off of their Garage Inc. album. I, I've listened to all them, you know, like The Memory Remains, uh, The Unforgiven 2. I've listened to all those songs, and those songs just didn't hit me the way that this one song did. And I don't even remember the name of it. I have to try to find it on my playlist and, and replay that so I can have that same energy. So if you see me in the news because I snatched walkers out of old people when they were standing up, you know what I was listening to. I was listening to Metallica. Just, I, I don't, I, I wish I knew the song. I don't, I don't even remember the name of the song. It, 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 was, it was a good song and it had me pumped up. And I was ready, I was ready to rage, bro. I was ready to rage, bro. I don't think, I, I don't think I can, I can rage, bro, by saying rage, bro. I think that I think that counterbalances everything. You know, let, let's go ahead. You know, all right, here we go.
telling you, man, that's one of the com- more more commercial songs that they've had. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of so of too much commercial music. I, they're not really commercial, but you know, I mean, that's one of the more they're more played hits, the more popular hits. I'm more of a. I like the B sides. I like the songs that no one's ever heard of, and then when you bring it, they're like, "Oh man, that song was off the hook. Who sings it?" You name the band, they're like, "Nah." And then they own the album. They just skip the fucking song. <laughs> well, I've been on the air for an hour, 45 minutes now. We're going to wrap up this show here pretty soon because my throat is on fire. I didn't realize that this was going to be such a struggle. To I, I had a plan on doing a two and, two and a half hour show, but my, my throat, see, my mind is telling me yes, but my throat, but my throat is telling me no. I'm pretty sure that's the same thing an altar boy says whenever they meet the priest. Yeah, I know. I, I dog a lot on the Catholics because I don't like religion. <laughs> I mean, I like to put in a little bit of, of news every now and again, as you all may know. And the most interesting news of all is the Jesseline or Gisseline or Jesseline Maxwell, the, the recruiter slash pimp for, for, what's his name? Uh, not Howard Stern. Not Ben Stein. The fuck is that guy's name who killed himself? Epstein. Something Epstein. Anyway, she was the main conspirator of, of the Epstein guy. He, she helped recruit, bring the women to him, and, and Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein, that's his name. But he did not kill himself, by the way. It doesn't make any sense for someone to be on their suicide watch in a prison and they hang, they hang themselves. Get the fuck out of here. He didn't kill himself. But what I'm excited is that she was just sentenced to 60 years in prison for her role in sex trafficking. Remember, sex trafficking back in, uh, hey, Bear 35, the only reason why I know about that is because when you were drunk one day, you opened up your deepest, darkest, and let me know about, you know, your life out in, uh, in the old days. So that's the only way that I know about the, the altar boy stuff. But... <laughs> Jocelyn or Gazeline or Jahaliseline, whatever her name is, Maxwell just got sentenced to 60 years in prison for her role in, in assisting Jeffrey Epstein in the sex trafficking. And I'm happy. I mean, anyone, one male or female, it doesn't matter. If you're going to sex traffic, you should die. There's no excuse. You shouldn't spend 60 years in prison. What you should be doing is spending 60 years in somewhere else, like in a hole in the ground. You don't need to be alive. You should be unalived. ASAP Rocky's done over. You put a rap on you. But what I'm interested in seeing is how many politicians are going to come down. How many celebrities are going to come down with Maxwell in order for her to reduce her sentencing? Now, there's pictures. There's, I mean, Donald Trump was on the plane and partied with, with Epstein and, and Maxwell. I mean, there's a picture with Jocelyn Maxwell, Donald Trump, and his wife, Ivanka, I don't know her name. I don't know her name. Well, whatever her name is. She was on, she, there was a picture of them hanging out at Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago, at, at, the, at the Florida residence where that, that uh, Trump parties regularly at. Epstein was there. And guess what? Epstein had some of his girls at that party. You know who else was on that plane? Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, 
There was a bunch of uh, politicians and celebrities who were on there, and I hope they all go down. Every single one of them should spend the rest of their life in the hole in the ground getting taken out by worms. Sex traffickers have no room. I don't give a shit if it's, if it's our president of the United States. Joe Biden, Kamala, 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 I don't care who it is. Donald Trump, I don't care. If you are on a plane and you are associated and are guilty with involved in being involved in sex trafficking, guess what? You need to go. You're done. Dead. Dead, I tell you. D-E-D. Keep the change, you filthy animal. I'm, re I'm really interested what's going to happen here in the next few weeks. Because you know very well that she's going to appeal it. She's going to try to reduce her sentence. She's going to do whatever she can to lessen the 60 years that she's gotten. And, of course, the, the lawyers and everything are saying, yo, just open it up. Just open the black book. Just spill it out. And we'll, we'll, we'll get you less time. No, she should be on death row. Just like every other person who's been involved with Epstein and, and Maxwell. Jocelyn, Jocelyn Maxwell. They all should be on death row. If you're a sex trafficker and you're sex trafficking human beings, then these were children. These were a lot of kids under the age of 18. These were kids. Even, the, even under the age of 21, you're still a kid. Just because 18 it says you're legal doesn't mean that you are an adult. You're a child and you should, anyone who is involved with sex trafficking should be unalived immediately. And I really hope that whoever these politicians are and whoever these celebrities are that were involved in, in, with uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, and Maxwell or Jocelyn Maxwell, they all go down. Every single one of them. And it's pretty funny right now that Maxwell was, was convicted with 60 years. Donald Trump is all over uh, Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He's all over parting with, with him and Mar-a-Lago. And he's up, he, wants to come, he wants to run for president in 2024. Man, it's probably not a good look right now, man, that you're associated with a child trafficker. They're pedophiles. And I'm not defending anyone who's anything other than Donald Trump. I am, if you're, if I don't give a shit if you are the Dalai Lama. I don't give a shit if you're one of my people that I was interested in my entire life. If you're a pedophile sex trafficker and you're partying with these motherfuckers, sharing in whatever they're involved in, you need to go down as well. That's one of the most absurd, most inhumane things that can ever occur is sex trafficking and pedophilia. Every one of them should be dead. D-E-D. It's funny that all these anti-vaxxers are always hard talking about my body, my choice. They don't want to inject anything bad in their, in their body, right? But at the same time, how about we really create something that's going to poison people and just inject it into pedophiles once they're convicted and just dead? Unalive them. Oh, that's right. It's called a death penalty. We should keep that. It's a controversy issue, controversial issue. I know it is, but no, nah, it's just my my thought, my feeling. And I don't I don't understand why people who are who commit such atrocious crimes are able to spend their whole life still alive when they've literally ruined several thousand, several hundred people's of people's lives over this bullshit. I don't get it. I never will. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. And I, I mean, maybe because I don't have that type of mentality, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing. Done, dead, gone. I don't know. I, I, I mean, that, that's just the way I feel.
We're going to go ahead and wrap the show, the show up now. It's uh, 11.56 Texas time. I try to make it another 10 minutes, actually another, another nine minutes now. I'm going to play out the last few songs on my playlist. Enjoy some tunes. I'll be in Discord chatting still. Enjoy the music. Thank you, everyone, for listening in to The Grumbler Show. I greatly appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Next week will be a lot better. Oh, speaking of which, there's going to be a schedule change in January. Uh, January 15th or 17th. The show will now be on either Monday or Tuesday because my new days off are going to be Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. That means the podcast will also be, my episodes will also be released on Tuesday for the show. But for the radio show, it'll probably be on Monday because Sunday I'll have completely off with no work, nothing at all. Spend time with my wife finally. And then Monday I'll do the radio show. Tuesday I'll release the podcast. So that, and then like that that'll be the change. That won't happen until January 15th or 17th. One of those days I don't remember when my new my new schedule starts, but that's what it's going to be. I appreciate everyone from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very very much for tuning into the show. Tune in next next week will still be Thursday. It, in December and the beginning of January will still be Thursday, but uh, I, like I said again, the 15th or 17th that's when it's going to change to on Tuesday mornings. I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. Please keep supporting me. Share the link. Share my podcast. Talk about it and help me become the king of radio that I am because I am the king. Remember that. I am the king of radio. And as always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. Graveyard Grumbler signing out. Having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting sheep but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for cops in my mind. On my own, here we go. Feel like they're gonna bleed Right up and bulging out my skull My mouth is dry My face is numb Fucked up and spun out in my room On my own, here we go Set on overdrive The clock is laughing in my face A crooked spine My senses dulled That's the point of delirium Of my own, here we go Right up.
money fast on this side, nigga. Catch up, nigga. Catch up. I think I'm Big Meech, huh? Larry Hoover, whipping work. Hallelujah, One Nation, under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work. Hallelujah, One Nation, under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. My Rolls Royce triple black. I'm beat your house, ballin' in the club, bottles like I'm meet your house. Rose, that's my nickname. Cocaine running in my big vein. Self-made, you just affiliated. I built it ground up, you bought and renovated. Talking plenty capers, nothing's been authenticated. Funny you claiming the same bitch that I'm penetrating. Hold the bottles up, where my comrades. What a fucking feelings, what my dog says. Uh, I got that Archie Bunker, and it's so white, I just might charge a double. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, whipping work. Hallelujah, One Nation, under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work. Hallelujah, One Nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars. These motherfuckers mad that I'm icy, stunt so hard, make them come and date me. I think I'm Big Meech, look at my timepiece, it's in Ademir, honey racks at least. Look at yourself, now look at me, you can't see a nigga, I'm what you used to be. Look at it this way, you niggas sideways Always getting money, my nigga crime pays So fuck a nigga, I'm self-made You a sucker nigga, I'm self-paid It's for my broke niggas, it's for my rich niggas Got a hundred on the head of a snitch nigga I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover Whipping work, hallelujah One Nation under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work. Hallelujah, One Nation. Under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start. You 36, holes leave you bleeding, bam. Words in them 36, O's in a kilogram. Blunt tip, orange like caviar, wildin' out, fishtail and Subaru, rally car, out the path for A and your daddy, y'all, come on, I carry off, horseshoes, barkin' out, lookin' at your carry-doors, and did I mention, guns from Red Dead, 50 clip extensions, coke is like a mattress in the hood, I'm flippin' on it, and the money's like a chair, I'm sittin' on it, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, whipping work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking start.
moment, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me, now I'm hot hoes all on me. Before I came up in the game, these hoes didn't show no love. They see me in the club and used to treat me like a scrub. They wouldn't holler cause my dollars wasn't swollen up. I bet they changed their mind when them 84s come rolling up. They see that I'm a star, now they wanna sit in my car. Now they wanna count my G's, smoke my weed and sip my bar now. They used to love to diss me, now they rush to hug and kiss me now. They telling all their friends when I leave how they miss me now. 281-330-8004. Hit my Jones up on the low cause my Jones about to blow. Before the ice was in my grill. Before I got my major deal, these hoes wouldn't give a damn if I was here. She I said before the ice was in my grill. Before I got my major deal, these hoes wouldn't give a damn if I was here. She I said before the ice was in my grill. Before I got my major deal, these hoes wouldn't give a damn if I was here. She a because back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. Most of them hoes couldn't stand me, but now them same hoes begging me to pull down their pants. A couple of them said I was cute, but I was just too chubby. Same size, a year later, the same hoes wanna fuck me because they see me paid pimping pins, working my jelly, and they ain't tripping cause my pockets stick out more than my belly. They know I'm paid, living late in the shade, two slabs in the Escalade. With four or five estates, they know that I got it made. I'm a motherfucking baller, she would want a nigga now, but I ain't got no time to call her. I'm a staller like she styled me. She tryna call me Bitch, I'ma dog your whole ass like you dog me I'm Mike Jones, don't act like you don't know the name Ain't nothing changed but my change, I'ma stay the same I'm Mike Jones, don't act like you don't know my name Ain't nothing changed but my change, I'ma stay the same
complain, see some things I'd feel like I'm God, you stupid, dumb shit, God.